Welcome back to the Lean Golf Podcast, your place for motivation and mindset mastery. Hello, motivation. Actually, goodbye, motivation. Motivation is so 2023. We are bringing in the big guns come 2024 and we are replacing our failing motivation, which we know comes and goes like the wind. And we are going to replace it with self-influence. Yes, much more reliable and it's going to keep us way more consistent than we have ever been. Are you excited? I'm amped. We are actually unpacking one of Gilan's amazing formulas, which he shares with people around the world in top businesses, in academia, even with the likes of NATO. Yeah. And they loved it. They did. They use it. And now the lean girls are using it to motivate and influence ourselves, not motivate, to influence ourselves to achieve our goals in 2024. Exactly. If you think about self-motivation, self-motivation is the ability to influence yourself to stay motivated when most other people's motivation would die. Which in, uh, when we have that new year energy, right, we feel super motivated. Like somehow when we wake up on the 1st of January, we feel like everything has changed and it's going to stay this way. Like, I'm going to be this pumped. I'm going to be this motivated. You have all of these big plans. And we know come the second, third week of January, we kind of start feeling like our old selves and new, oh, not new habits, old habits start to creep in. And we start thinking, damn, like, is this year actually going to be different? Am I going to keep this fire burning? So what is a better way to do it? That's what we're going to be unpacking today. Exactly. Well, we, what I love about self-influence is that we're not just relying on it to be there, right? When it comes to motivation, a lot of people, like we realize that motivation seems to come and go, right? Like every other emotion. Mm -hmm. But self-influence already has within the name, um, it, it is, uh, has a action bias based. to action. Exactly. Right. We have to do something to influence ourselves. And so this is where the magic lies. And so what I'm going to be sharing with you is my rapid influence formula, which actually originally I had developed as a way to deconstruct influence into simple components that would be able to more predictably influence other people in positive ways. And so this was applying to leadership, to sales and so on. But we can also turn it towards ourselves. So actually we're getting a sneaky uh, influence lesson. You're getting a sneaky influence that lesson. That if you need to influence anyone in, to, in your company, in your relationships, maybe even your kids, you can also apply this. But then we're going to use it to influence ourselves. Yeah, listen, with kids, you just need pure manipulation. Chocolates. You know, but... <laughs> so every time, what's important, 50% of the time. What's, no, jokes aside, what's important about this is that it's not based on manipulation or uh, you'll see how it actually puts the person who you're trying to influence, um, it's, uh, it puts them at the center of demonstrating some really you know good quality uh, uh, values. Um, and that's why it works so well when we do it on ourselves. So let me just get straight into it. Let me explain Give the rapid influence formula. So I mentioned that the formula deconstructs influence into three simple components. And each one of these components, which usually if I'm doing a presentation for a company, whatever, I've got these Venn diagrams that appear on screen. So I just want you to imagine this in your, in your mind, right? That there's these three overlapping uh, uh, circles. Each one of those circles represents a subconscious question that other people's minds are asking about you every single time you interact and engage with them, whether it's the first or the hundredth time. And these three questions are unbelievably simple. The first question is, are you reliable or can I rely on you? Mm -hmm. Or another way to put it is, are you consistent? 
Do you do what you said you're going to do when you said you're going to do it? Also, are you consistent in terms of the type of person who you are? In terms of are you showing up with the same kind of values and so on? You know, mm-hmm. um, That is the first one. Are you reliable? The second question is, are you capable of helping me? Yes. Another way to think of it is, do you have the capacity to help me? Not a capacity in terms of like a, a schedule and how much time do you have, but also the emotional capacity to be able to hold space for whatever difficult emotions or conversations because we have friends that are capable of yeah but under pressure they just crumble they don't have the capacity yeah right okay so you got you got reliability and you got capability and the third one is care do you care about me do you have my interests at heart Mm. and and you know as we said people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care people don't care how much how capable or reliable you are if you don't have their interests at heart you're not gonna have influence with them so it's at the intersection of these three, reliability, capability, and care, that if you answer them positively in people's minds, you establish positive influence with people. And the faster you answer them positively in people's minds, the more rapidly you establish that influence. That's why it's called the rapid influence formula. Right. At the intersection of these three things, what you're really establishing when you demonstrate reliability, capability, and care is you're establishing uh, credibility, trust, and support. Mm. And that, and in the middle of all of that, where that meets is really that ultimate uh, uh, influence. Now, that's when it comes to influencing others. But our brains, our minds, are asking these same three questions about ourselves. to ourselves about ourselves, right? And is forming answers based on our actions. So we're getting a sense of our self reliability, our self capability, and our self care, and therefore building self trust, self credibility and self-support. Now, here's the thing. When we are demonstrating that we're reliable, capable, and care, we develop an enormous amount of integrity with ourselves, and it maintains our belief that we're either the right person or that we're becoming the right person to be able to achieve our goals. And belief is such a big part of staying motivated. You know, I walk into, I do talks for companies at the beginning of the year and everybody's in their year, their kickoff conferences and they're showing everybody their big goals for the year and what the targets are. And this is the strategy to reach the targets and everybody's so excited and it's palpable in the air. It's like everybody has this unbelievable motivation because in that moment, they believe that they can achieve that goal. And it's with that belief that feeds the motivation. But then what lands up happening, like you mentioned, is that people get into old habits, life takes over, and slowly but surely, people's motivation dies because their belief that they can actually achieve that goal starts to die. That's exactly what happens. I mean, when it comes to our fitness and fat loss goals, like that's why we're so motivated in the beginning because we think now suddenly everything's just going to happen because it's the new year and we feel like we're going to be able to Just because we it. said we want to do it, suddenly it's going to Exactly. Gonna so I feel like we all believe on the first, like it's going to happen. And then slowly as you feel like, damn, well, I haven't actually changed anything. And then you start slipping into the old habits, that belief starts dying, motivation plummets. And now you have to like get yourself pumped up somehow again. Um, and so I love the rapid influence formula. And I think to influence others, of course, and to influence ourselves. And I think if we could look at each one of these questions and link it back to our fitness goals to say, okay, let's look at reliability. That's the first question, right? Are we reliable? And I think what you mentioned, the, the alternate word for this is, am I consistent? 
And I think that we should actually get a little bit more into this one because I think this is where most of the girls struggle is with the consistency and we actually don't trust ourselves. We actually don't think that we are reliable because we have proven so many times in the past that we haven't been. Um, and again, you have to listen to episode one here of the new uh, season to say, okay, how can I reinvent myself? But um, just going back to the fact that often we, we lose that self-trust and this is what we need to rebuild using these questions. So I think in terms of reliability, what does that look like in a fat loss context? So let me explain briefly that, and I'll explain briefly capability and care, but then right. we'll come back and really end off deep diving on reliability. Perfect. But just in terms of building that model, the reliability is doing what you say you're going to do when you said you're going to do it, being consistent. Because every time you're not, even if you tell yourself you're reliable, but you're not acting reliably, your brain is keeping that little lug um, and you're not going to believe it, right? Um, the second one, which is capability, is to say is is to know that you've got the knowledge, that you've got the ability to achieve that goal, or that you are engaging in activities to develop the ability. So, for example, going on you know your program, the um, Lean Body Lab, and learning the science behind calorie counting, how to work it out, how to read the food labels. Um, the kitchen coach, knowing that you've got a resource to be able to have those meals that are going to help you to be within your calorie um, budget. So when you know that you are equipping yourself, mm. um, you will then know that you've got the, the, the capability and that yeah, you're developing it. You know, you're, you're empowered to make the right choices because I think sometimes it's confusion, right? That people are like, they're actually, they don't know what, they do, what to do. So then they also just are stuck there. So as you know, if you know that you are engaging in a process of learning and understanding and simplifying, you are like, okay, well, I've got what I need to make it happen. Exactly. And, um, and you know, the more interest we take in something, the more interesting it becomes. I found that to be true with sports that I didn't understand the rules. And there's so many people who say, I hear them say, oh, calorie counting, no, that's too complicated for me. Well, it's just because you don't know enough about it. It's actually really simple. And I've found through my journey with you, I find it really interesting. Like I'm looking, I'm like, this chocolate is lower calories than this healthy food. <sighs> I'm like, who would have thought? Yeah. It's like those calorie games it. that you play on your stories of like trying to guess which is higher or lower. It's really interesting. It's actually quite fun. So equipping doesn't, you know, it's, it's actually quite a fun, fun journey. But we want to know that we want to have that self-confidence, right? So it builds our self-credibility. And then care. So self-care, I'm going to just touch very lightly here, not only because of time, but because this has been probably one of the major topics in all of our episodes is that we're coming not from a place of need or a place of fear or a place of lack, but from how do we get into a state of feeling okay inside, no matter what's going on outside of us, no matter whether we hit a certain goal or there's a certain number on the scale and you know do we sit there and berate ourselves are we waiting for something outside of ourselves something external to happen in order to feel okay inside so we want to have that self-love that self-care and to be able to just operate from a place of feeling okay inside and mm. um, i don't know if there's anything you want to add but i mean we, we speak about this a lot in other episodes so i i think that we could move on to reliability if you if you're happy to yeah, I'd love to deep dive because I think that that's where we can probably do the most work on, yes. our, on ourselves in terms of that. But I think just to mirror what you've said in terms of um, self-care, doing it from a place of love, which is something I've had to work on 
for a really long time not trying to change myself because I feel like I'll be more loved, accepted from the world and myself, but actually from a place of I want to be my best damn self for me. Yes, know? exactly. Self-belonging. Mm. And, um, and with that comes self-compassion. Mm. So let's talk about reliability and consistency. How do we show ourselves or actually, I guess, act in a way that shows ourselves that we are reliable. Yeah, it all comes down to actions, right? Mm. So when you say, how do we act in a way? It's our actions. Um, so we set these goals for New Year's, right? And I just know that one of the biggest lessons in negotiation, uh, which I think I'll, I'll take a page out of that book, uh, Chris Voss, who teaches negotiation, has a line in his book where he says, a yes without a how is not a real yes. And what he means by that is that a commitment without a plan is not a real commitment. If somebody says yes to something, but they can't tell you how they're going to do it, you've got to tread with caution. And, and it's until there is clarity that you know that it's a real commitment. But the same applies again to ourselves. So you've now gone and developed this goal. Now the idea is, can you get absolute clarity on what you need to do? Break that goal down into your daily steps, into your daily actions, or if it's a year goal, break it down into months, then weeks, then what do you need to do every single day to be able to achieve that goal over time and getting that absolute clarity. Without that clarity, how do we know what to measure and how what looking consistent or being reliable even looks like? Mm. And I think that, that that's actually twofold. So firstly, it's about, like, as you said, if I say I'm going to work out five days a week, cool, what time is that going to be? what workout are you going to be doing? Like, are you going to do a TNT program? Are you signing up for someone something? Like, you have to have an exact plan. And that needs to be realistic, right? In in your schedule, if you know you're dropping off the kids at 7 o'clock in the morning, is it realistic to say you're going to wake up at 4.30 a.m. and do no. So I think that the key there is being specific, as you said, knowing the detail, down to the little detail. On Monday, I'm wearing pink. Um, and no, that's not necessary, but, um, and then having it be something that is realistic. Exactly. I mean, there's been tons of research done on this. One very quick one to explain was on voters in the States, they called people and said, are you going to be voting? And, um, there was a huge difference in voter turnout from the people who just said yes, versus the people who said yes and had a follow-up question, which was great. Which voting station, what time do you plan to go? And just by helping them get clarity, even just on what time they plan to go, they, more of them actually showed up. Mm. So we just want to have clarity and be specific in knowing what our plan is. That, is. that That is the one thing. The other thing around having specificity is that it becomes more measurable. And in the last episode, we spoke about how to develop new habits. And we spoke about the uh, technique of streaks or streaking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, having that calendar up on your wall and marking every single day off. If you haven't listened to that episode, uh, go back and listen to it because we get quite specific about it. Um, but that is one way to remain consistent and reliable is to be accountable to it and to be using human psychology in your favor adding up those streaks and making sure that you never break the chain. Yes, because that reinforces now, right? Yeah. Now we start thinking, damn, she's actually quite trustworthy, this doll. <laughs> <laughs> she actually is showing up. Is she, and you can actually see visibly how many times you're showing up and how consistent you're being. Um, and I think, again, going back to belief, you start actually believing that you are a consistent person. 
right? And you start showing yourself that in more and more and more ways. And then all of a sudden you then start behaving in that way. I always say to the girls, it's like, if you have already thought to myself, well, I'm not a disciplined person, you're basically telling yourself you're not going to be disciplined, right? Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, as we strengthen that belief, we're maintaining belief that we are on track to achieve our goal. And that actually gives us that sense of motivation. Hmm. So our motivation is is something which is emanating from our self-influence, which emanates from our behaviors right? and doing them consistently. But sometimes, you know, we feel like we just need that little push to do something. And I know that you uh, wanted to men- mention something from your girl, oh, Mel my Robbins. My girl, Mel Robbins. If you guys don't know Mel Robbins, you need to get on her because she has the most incredible podcast, actually, and YouTube videos as well. And one of my very favorites uh, to really get yourself into action, and this is a practical one from this podcast, is the five-second rule. And Mal has an amazing short video exactly sp- explaining how to do it and the psychology of it because it's, it's a science. But in a nutshell, you count five, four, three, two, one. And before you even think about it, you just get into action. So anything that you are procrastinating on or something that you are like, you know, when you're sitting there just overthinking and sort of negotiating with yourself, should I do it? Shouldn't I do it? Should I get up for gym? Should I just order Uber Eats or should I make my lean girl meal? Well, you are going to use the five second rule, which I use to this day all the time when I feel like I I recognize that I'm in that place of self-negotiation and I know it's going to go pear-shaped if I don't act now. Five, four, three, two, one. And please go and check out the video on YouTube. Literally Google Mel Robbins five second rule. She will explain it beautifully. And I want you to put this into practice, which is going to help just elevate that reliability with yourself. And of course, then up the consistency. Yeah, it's up. basically like a pattern interrupt. Yes. That before you get in your own way, Five, four, three, two, one. You just take action. Yes. And um, and I know that this is one of your your firm my favorites. My go-to, my favorite. Exactly. I love you, Mal. So so really, it's through all of these techniques. But the bottom line is that uh, when we first set goals, we really feel excited about them because we believe we can achieve them. And so we don't have a motivation issue. We've got a belief issue. And the way to sustain that belief is to provide evidence because the strongest be- uh, belief systems are the ones that are evidence based. So the evidence that develops our belief is when we are demonstrating self-reliability, self-capability, and self-care, mm. and therefore building that self-trust, self-credibility, and self-support. And that's really where we find that we're doing the right things consistently. And even when we're not, we have that self-care, that self-compassion, and we find that this beautiful self-influence forms um, and it's just the most powerful thing ever, far more powerful than just setting a goal and then just relying on that motivation continuing. You know, it was Zig Ziglar who said that motivation gets us going, but it's habit that keeps us going. And habits is what we want to create in 2024. We know that it's the habits that we want to create and how we're going to do this is not with motivation, dear girls. It is going to be with self-influence, showing ourselves that we are reliable, we are capable, And we care about ourselves enough to start taking action. I hope that you have found this really powerful. It's actually been a wonderful reminder to me. And I'm excited to develop even more self-influence with myself coming in the coming year. And in the next episode, we are going to be talking about another topic that Gerard and I love. 
to talk about because it's so powerful and that is having a growth mindset. A lot of us believe that we are born with a certain ability, a certain skill, a certain amount of genetics, talent and that is kind of fixed and there's nothing that we can really change around that. We can't increase all of those things and we are going to tell you why that is a lie and that is limiting your potential when it comes to thinking about and reaching new goals. So don't miss that one. I hope that you loved this episode. Please, we love to hear from you girls. Leave us a comment. Let us know which episodes you're enjoying. Let us know what topics we should be covering next because we are here to serve you. And don't forget to share this episode with someone who you think can benefit from it. And by the way, that's every woman who eats, every woman who has a goal, every woman who's looking to level up. This is going to be the episode for her. So please share, share, share. It also helps us to get the podcast to more women. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks again, babe, for bringing your fab formula into the mix. Um, and we will check your goals back here on the Lean Girl Fitcast next week.